Well, if you're a listener to our podcast on the fly, episode 10 saw us introduce Dave from the Dark Side, an exceptional lure and bait fisherman, but never really on the fly. In that episode, we had some success with Dave catching his first fish on the fly, but the story also drifted into bagging out yours truly for my lack of fitness through a stretch of the Yukonbean River that pretty much was gorge country. We said we'd head back there again, so Ben, Dave, my brother Gary and I headed back to that same infamous stretch of river just before Christmas. This time with two goals, to continue to win Dave over from the dark side, and for me, redemption. We recorded this pod at the end of a huge day fishing, so if it sounds like someone is pouring glasses of vino at at different points in the pod, it must just be a glitch with our mic. I hope you enjoy a few sore yet satisfied fish shows having a yarn in the Australian bush. All right, we're going to do this thing. Do what? <laughs> the pod. The pod? Yep, it's all on. Right. It's on. We're recording. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's been a big day. How's your back, Steve? <laughs> sore. So why, why is it sore? Because I had to, uh, I had to prove myself to you, clowns who uh, <laughs> doubted your ability. <laughs> who talked it up for two? How long has it been? Oh, it's only been ten months. Ten months. I think it was April we were back there. Yeah, just before closing. Well, I, I feel like I've been redeemed. I I do. You <coughs> you scooted up the hills today and down the hills and. Um, what are you talking about? Does the, the, the listeners know about him and his episode? I think they do, yeah. Dave, listen, you're new to podcasts, right? We will have done an intro to this. Oh, okay. And explain the whole thing. It was... But... <laughs> it was good fishing today, though. It was good fishing. I think we got... Well, I was only... I only got here last night. You guys had two days. Here being, you can be, right? You can be. Which we already mentioned in the intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just remind me to do the intro later on. <laughs> I think that first trip, I got a couple of, I got a couple of little tiddlers. It certainly wasn't as many fish as this week. Mm. 70 plus each day, wasn't it, on the river? Yeah, we got, we got a bunch yesterday. Yesterday they were, they were hitting dries, which was really cool because a lot of, we, this is where we should tell a story about Dave tying his first fly. Well, it started last time. Last time they were hitting the hoppers. There was hoppers all up and down the banks. And I used your happy hopper, or whatever we call it. That's what you called it. Yeah, yeah. and saw some big fish. And lost some big fish, didn't you? Yeah, and wanted to come back and have another go. And so, yeah. But why did you end up tying your own fly? What was the reason? Because you thought... Well, I we, I lost a lot of fish and I thought it was because they weren't barbed hooks. So I asked Ben to tie me something and he said he didn't have any barbed hooks. <laughs> so I had to buy my own gear and do a late night tie fly. The dark side is strong in you, David. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the first day this trip I actually spun. Yeah. So I had to put that away. You cleaned up though. Yeah. They were hitting everything, weren't they, when you were spinning? Yeah, I got a heap of fish. But I just want to go back to your fly tying. Yeah. Because you came over, I tied a few, and then you were like, right, I've got this. Yeah. And you tied how many flies in about 45 minutes? 
one. <laughs> what was it? It's it was well, it, it was, was, it was, oh, look, it was really well tied. It was very, um, what's the word, dimensions and, uh, I would just like to throw the word anal out here. Okay. You were very anal retentive about I symmetry of your flying. I went rogue on you <laughs> in the flying, in the tying process. But Ben sent me a text with a photo of you tying your first fly. It looked to me like the look on your face looked like you'd been at it for hours and you've tied 50 of them. No, it was just the one. <laughs> just the one. And what happened to that fly? I think we should mention this. Well, did you use it? You tie happy hoppers. This one's called the flying carpet. <laughs> we did call it the flying carpet. Because you wanted to put... What did you get? You got some golden pheasant tippets. Yeah. And wanted, wanted to make it look, to make it look like wings. Yeah, the yellow winger hoppers that you see. I wanted to make it look more like that. Uh, so it had like these massive wings come out of the side. <laughs> so he called it the flying carpet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we we hiked into the actual pool where I dropped a big brown on a dry last time we because it was barb because it was barbless. because it was barbless. <laughs> and not your fault, Dave. Your fault. <laughs> um, and yeah, I tied the flying carpet on and. Literally four casts later, another, I don't know if it was the same big brown or a different big brown, but a big brown came up and swallowed it whole. I hooked on and realised that I was there with no net and the boys were down further down the river. Were you singing out? I was, I was yelling out. <laughs> I need a net! I need a net! <laughs> Nobody came to my rescue and I just wasn't playing it. I was just letting it sit there in the in the current down deep and it was just, just cruising. Sitting That's there. when you know they're big. You yeah, just it the was just sitting there. And then after about five minutes, it just got sick of this little prick in the corner of its mouth, obviously. And it just started shaking its head like anything crazy and then took off flat out down the pool and ended up snapping, snapping a leader. So there goes the flying carpet. Gone. 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 <laughs> obviously, but think on the bright side, obviously good pattern. Worked. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tie some more. Yeah. Did it float? Did it stay on the surface? Well, long enough. Was there, <laughs> was was there plenty of surface area? Yeah. <laughs> with those wings? I had the frisbee out there. I, was, I didn't cast it. <laughs> well, the thing is, we were down, me and Garen were downstream further nymphy. Yeah. And then we got up to you and you're like, I've just lost lost one, and you were under a big rainbow, actually. Yeah. You tied another hopper. Yeah. So we just went dries all day yesterday and just, we cleaned up. Yeah. On dry yeah. fly yesterday. And then today... Yeah, it started off early today with the dry, and it, I've got a couple of small ones, but it just went quiet. It wasn't seeing anything come up to them. There was a lot more colour in the water, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. But uh, the boys were getting, the other guys were getting them on nymphs, a few fish, and uh, eventually I got sick of it, and Ben tied me on, a, set me up with nymphs. Yep. And the first hole... At the bottom of it, there was a bit <laughs> it was of a crazy. <laughs> pretty it's much like first four, time ever nipping. <laughs> four casts, four fish, pretty much. <laughs> and you didn't take a step. No, no. And they, and they were, you know, three, you know, about I don't know, twenty centimeters. And the the fourth one was a good, good brown. Know, yeah, good thirty centimeter, forty centimeter brown. No, and it wasn't forty. Thirty-five. Oh, I would say thirty-seven. 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 Right. <clears throat> I'll take that. But it was, yeah, it was a good fish. So, and yeah, it kept going all day. Caught a, caught a heap of fish today. Yeah, it was good. Memphis. Yeah, it was really good today. So Yesterday was funny, man. We, we were we, we were in like good weather all day, but they said there was going to be a storm blow in. <laughs> and I, I lost so many big fish yesterday. I lost eight fish over forty centimeters. Yeah, <laughs> didn't land a single one. It was terrible. It was. It was that because your hooks were barbless. 
No, it was because I it was it was because <laughs> I kept slipping on my ass and I could not get downstream on him, and I kept pulling hooks on him. <laughs> One day, the first time was because I was pot fishing really really light tippet because I. I had been nymphing and I just thought, well, I'm just going to throw a dry on my nymphing rod and I was fishing really light, light tippet and they just busted me off. So then I went heavier and I didn't lose. I didn't, they didn't bust me off after that, but the, the hook, the hook set just wasn't good enough and they kept spitting the hook. Like after, I'd be fighting for a minute and a half mm. and then they just throw the hook. And I just, I just couldn't luck it yesterday. So, but, but I got, we got up to near four mile where we were getting out and I got two good rainbows within the one pool, dropped both of them as well. But then this rain squall just absolutely blew in. It was like torrential sideways rain, sideways rain and there was white caps on the river. Like it was like you look at the ocean. <laughs> and then, so that's why the water was so covered for that, I think. Yeah. That had all come through the system. That's for sure. Mate, I've been looking forward to this trip for 10 months. And um, as I, cause I came down the, the afternoon after your <laughs> first day and I could see I'm coming through Kuma. Well, um, we dropped we dropped you pins of where we were going to be. Yeah, you did. And we drove down that track and we said, you'll be right in the Corolla. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And I thought, that's great. Yep, I know where to go. But didn't Siri tell you to not go down that track that we told you to go down? Siri just told me, your destination, you'll have to park <laughs> and walk, walk. in. <laughs> She's never been so rude to me before. Just park here and walk in. It was in the middle of the Snowy Mountain Highway. And you arrived just as that squall blew in, didn't you? I saw it from I saw this black black cell, storm cell, and I thought that is where we're fishing. That that's it. <laughs> I've been what else could go wrong this year <laughs> is what I thought. What an end to the year. Anyway, as I drove up to the four mile track, it was probably it was torrential. <laughs> it was torrential and I don't think I've s I don't think I've been in heavier rain and actually been outside in my life. Yeah, well, I got, no, well, it was bad. And I got to the track to drive in, which Dave said, you'll be right in the Corolla. <laughs> uh, and it says, um, four-wheel drive only in dry weather. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, I'm just going to have a sleep here and I'll send them a text and if they get it, they get it. Because well, we'd arranged to meet at the, at the sort of the entrance to the gorge and then got to fish the flat country out with you, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And we got there, we waited and had some lunch. We thought, nah, Steve's not here, so we'll just walk out and we'll stay on the river. The boys went on, Garen and Dave went on the ridges and I went down along the river so I could keep fishing. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I'll run into him. I hate the ridges. <laughs> but I didn't run into him. And then we got the message saying, I'm sitting out in the road, I'll either walk in when the rain clears or I'll sleep until you drive yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that rain, it really got me down at the end there because I'd had a hard day on one boot <laughs> that's right <laughs> and then I'm, I'm nearly dead the story of the boot I'm nearly dead walking back to the car after doing that and just this storm come in and just drown me at the end of, just, to, just to top everything off I don't know what it is with you and boots because the first <laughs> on, on my 40th trip you didn't take boots you had to buy like I don't know how much they cost <laughs> but there was a boutique fishing shop and you had to spend top dollar yeah. and he did and these are the, and these boots, are the boots right? that yeah, they didn't last blew, blew out this week yeah. so the plan was right <clears throat> excuse me the plan was because the last time we were here we, we basically did about 10 k's in the river and fished the first 3 k's and then worked out we were a long way from our destination to get out oh, mate, and we just legged 20. it out felt like 20 k's <laughs> <laughs> and we legged it right out 
they missed so much good water. So the plan was this time to go in from the top, walk down a few k's and fish that really good water that we just didn't have time to fish last time. And you had in your mind, Dave, this hole that you wanted to get yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're walking in up these ridges, steep, steep hills. There's nothing, there's nothing flat. You're always walking on an angle. Mm. So your, your shoes are trying to slide down the hill all and, the time. And in typical Dave fashion, me and Garen said, we think this is the right way to go. And you said, no, nah, I'm going up to the ridge. I'll meet you there. And so you did. And we got we, we sort of got to the same point at about the same time. No, I beat you easily. I was just walking along. Well, the first thing he goes, he goes, I've had a blowout. And I said, what do you mean? And he lifted his foot up and his foot was literally coming out the side of his boot. The sole is completely delaminated. And most people would go, right, that's it. I'm going back to the car. We were about, we were probably about two k's from your desired destination. Yeah, well, nearly at point X, yeah, the hole, hole where the big brown was. And so Dave goes, no. Nah. And I had, I had a spare pair of socks under my waders. Thank God for those socks. And so I said, if I take these off, you take the sole off your boot. Yeah. And then what happened? So we did that. We we put the sole and the inner sole inside these socks and put that on and tied it on with some boot laces, <laughs> which I had spare. And it was just bloody terrible, I tell you. <laughs> it just kept sliding off. And the, and the sock was slippery as, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was. It was so slippery. Every time I put on a bit of grass, I'd be on my butt sliding down the hill. <laughs> so Dave literally slid down the valley to the river. Yeah. So anyway, we got, we got there. And I sat down on a rock while the others, Ben and Garen, went down further to start fishing back up to the corner hole. I was, and I fashioned... Basically, a pair of thongs out of this boat. I would call it the first ever wading sandal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I drilled holes through the base, through the sole, and got um, made a sandal basically out of <laughs> shoestrings and stuff, <laughs> lined it with the sock, and, and it got me back to the car just. But my other one blew out by the time we got back. Yeah, no, mate, I wasn't there for that whole saga. But when I got back to the cabin, there was this pile of it looked like. A homeless man <laughs> had finished with his shoes that he'd worn for 20 years and his socks yeah. and they were just they were just out in a pile on the grass. And I'm, actually, I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> from, from the the and I don't... I don't, I don't that, no, that's the other boot. The other boot blew out on the way back. Yeah, <laughs> really? that's right. So, yeah, he ended up with two boot blowouts in the one day. <laughs> Yeah, and then that storm dropped on, dumped on me at the end just to rub it in. And so me and Gary were like, we're going to fish. And Dave goes, I'm just going to go back and sit in the car. <laughs> and he did. But we, we legged it back because it was, it was pretty cold by that stage as well. Well, yeah. my day started today with a, with a blowout. I've had a pair of corkers for... That'd be eight years, maybe. More than eight, probably. Longer than your firstborn child. With, with the soles that can, you know, you can... Interchange. Interchange and... And I glued them together, um, get them through another 12 months. And I've got, you know, I've, I've dropped a link to a pair of wading boots that I want <laughs> to my family. That think if you want to get me something for Christmas, there they are. But Christmas is still th- a week away. So I've got these corkers. Walking in on the track, first sole blew out. So luckily Ben had his shoe, <laughs> shoestring in his, 
Well, can I just say, that shoestring, you know what? I untied that from Dave's wading sandal this morning, and it probably took me 20 minutes to untie it. It's <laughs> that well tied together. Had to use my teeth. I'm there gnawing on this lace trying to get it out. Well, I tried to tie mine. I, I might need these I again. just used a bow, like you'd wrap a present, and Dave just goes, do you want my prediction? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're getting more than 20 metres. I think I got about 200 metres. Yeah, and did. then I just, in anger... I just ripped the whole sole off and threw it. <laughs> and then I saw you later on the I saw you later on the river with the other sole. The other one went, and I was getting so frustrated. I was tripping over, and you're on the other side of the river, and I think you just saw me just like in anger, just ripped it out and just pegged it. <laughs> I don't usually litter in the national park, but I was. I went and I was, it up. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But look, all that all that aside, it was worth every bit, wasn't it? Because the fishing's been on fire. Yeah. It's been, it's been not alright. So every pool you'd get to, you'd pull fish from. I don't think we passed a pool that didn't hold fish. One of us got it. Yeah, and yeah, like we said, yesterday was a real dry fly day. Today they were they weren't looking up so much, and we didn't fish as long today. Like we got back to the cabin at sort of four o'clock. We'd usually fish to about seven, but I think we just all stuffed from the steep steep ups and then the downs. Mm. Some of those ridges you have to climb up to access the river are just. You know, they're, they're near vertical, some of them, and going up is like going up this bush staircase and going down is like, your knees just are saying, what are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> a gorge country. Yeah, yeah, there's some cliffs. But I think that's why you find so many fish that are willing to eat. Because <clears throat> it's hard country to get into. I've got one more session to, tomorrow. I wouldn't mind just... Driving the car up to the water's edge. <laughs> Just go for a, a gentleman session. <laughs> yeah, with a tweed jacket on. Yeah, but we what, could do that. What stories is that going to give us? I'll go with some stories, don't you worry. Yeah. Well, I think we need to get back to this idea of... Like, last time we did the podcast with you, Dave, you were mm. still not quite sold on the fly fishing thing. Mm. I'm still fine, man. But, but that's just because of your just general pig-headedness. I, I think, well, if you take the example of my boot blowing out and me refusing to go back to the car and give up and Most just fishing all day, then that gives you a good example of how pig-headed I can be. Um, look, t- look, the last couple of days of fly fishing has been pretty brilliant. So, uh, like I did, We've got him. I did, We've got him. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a few hours with salters and lures while they were fly fishing the first afternoon. And I got 30 fish. Yeah, that was everything, weren't they? And follows if you weren't getting yeah. hitting fish. Yeah, yeah. But it it just doesn't compare, really, to particularly flying, like tying a flying carpet, <laughs> putting it out there and seeing a log come up and just swallow it whole is something pretty spectacular about it. It's probably worth touching on that. Like the, the, the eats yesterday when they were coming and hitting the drives, yeah. they were just really, like the big browns, that I lost like eight of. It's they just, just spectacular. They were just, you just see them sort of just drifting back, following your fly, and just as it was going out the tail of the pool, they just come up just really slow, confidently just eat it. You're right. And just, you just bang, just lift and you're on, and you just feel the weight straight away, hey? And you're yeah. like, whoa. And it was heavy water we were fishing yesterday too, because it was yeah. like bouldery, gorge, like pocket water through the gorges. And it's, but they just know how to use their weight in the current. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't get below them. Like usually like the fight fish from downstream. Even a medium sized fish was, hard to shift sometimes and so you bought and it was slippery slippery boulders i just but the eats were, were spectacular yesterday yeah. 
Yeah. Like, and you just you, you just think this is going to get a good fish in this pool, and you just that's stick it in there, and then up mm. they come. And but then you know today or I was nymphing basically for the first time, and that in itself is uh, just as exciting. You you're in like you you're um what's the when you're connected to what you're doing like you're you're in that sort of state of flow where it's just like it's just all in front of you yeah and connected to the you're staying stay connected yeah you're in connection all the time whereas a dry you're not connected to it it's, you're letting the current do what you're doing whereas nymphing I found even though you're letting the current drift it down you're, you're still staying in, you're still you got to stay tight otherwise you're not going to get the fish and yeah it's, it was good it was, you, you feel it you feel heaps of takes like you miss some takes but yeah, well, like that big one that I got, that that out of that pool, that was it was coming so down. And let's just... tell a story of that because we thought there was a bit of there was a bit of water that was just steep, like valley side, and we thought we can't we got to go up, and so we skipped maybe hundred and fifty meters of water that looked good, but you just couldn't access it. Yeah. So we went up and down this really steep bit again, and you know sliding on your butt on the way down, and then we got to this pool that we just thought this has got to have some cracking fish in it. Yeah. And you went straight to the head of that pool and within what? I drifted through that little pocket or pool at the top of the big pool two times. I caught a little fish and then the second time, as it was just drifting through, it's literally a couple of metres of water. Um, it was coming down and it just stopped moving. You and thought it, you were on the bottom or something? Yeah, I thought I was hooked onto a log or a rock or something and when I lifted up, then the rock and log sort of came up with it. And then I saw it side, it rolled and went back down and way they hey, that's a good fish. And, and this is this is this is Dave's this is Dave's catch cry. I want a good one! It's a good one! Cut the net. I need a net. I need a net. <laughs> Which by the way, you have a net because last time we were fishing the gorge we country, did. I found one and you, gave it to you. You did, and it's still and hanging in my shed. You never brought it. So Garen used his little bait net, and I used the same one. Yeah. And it had its head and its tail hanging out each side. Yeah, it, was, it wouldn't fit in that net, would it? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, you're right. You feel you f it's an intimate connection to fish yeah. when you nymph in. No, yeah. Garen just threw me his rod. And said, "Hold the rod." <laughs> and he just busted through the bushes, and you know, spider was there's spiders spider everywhere. everywhere. He got there. I'm glad he did. Yeah, it was that was a, that was a really nice fish. Yep. No, um, I. I'm gonna say I'm I enjoy fly fishing, and I'm prepared to explore it further. <laughs> so Dave, they want your words on the way back. Your words were, maybe I'll buy a rod. Uh, I did. I did say. And that. then you went. But then I realised. I much... also need boots, <laughs> and my waders have got holes in them. Yeah. It's gonna cost me over a thousand dollars to get into this game. Yeah. To which I said, just keep using Ben's rod to your friend. <laughs> and then well, say, I'll buy my own rod now. Well, when I realised how much the rod was the cost that I was using today, I decided perhaps I... <laughs> Boots think, first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll think about it. So you, so what did you what did you wear on your feet today? Because we had the, the boot blowout yesterday. I had my work boots on today. <laughs> so it was in, it was in the, the redback work boots today. Yeah, and my little neoprene uh, wader socks fitted in them just fine. It took you yeah. about five minutes to get your boots on. It did. Stomp your feet into them. And they're stretched to, well, they'll never be the same. So. <laughs> and I think there was one point about halfway through today where you come up to me and you go, I've got cankles. <laughs> yeah, because waders have got holes in them. And they just fill up. I had just these big 
I was carrying about 10 litres of water around with me all day. Actually, we got back to the car to Sardo, and you you turned your waders inside out. Yeah. And then, like, half the river comes out, and Garen said, is there a trout in there? <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave, you've never finished before any of us, right? But um, I know you and Ben went one way, Garen and I went the other at the end of the day. We'll meet back at the elbow and head up, head up the track. When, when I was walking back, Garen goes, that's Dave up on the hill. You were just sitting there. Yeah. Like, you were done. You were spent. It was over. Yeah, I was pretty tired. The day before, hobbling around on that fancy... Um, river sand. River sand, or whatever, mate. Pretty much. Yeah. Look, the reason I bring it up is because last time I was down here... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did at least I didn't spew. No, well, you didn't spew. Not yet. <laughs> But I, I think I was saying on the last podcast actually, we were talking about coming out on this trip. Close uh, windows and cockatoos outside. That's Australia for you. It is. I think I lost ten kilos since that last. That last trip was my wake up call. It was your moment to shine. That's a twenty four. I weighed. I weighed how much weight I'd lost, and I, I had a twenty four pack of diet diet coke. That's probably why I've lost the weight. Twenty four <laughs> cans of. Diet Coke and I put it on the scales and that's how much weight I lost. So it's like I was walking in waders carrying, carrying that plus my pack. No wonder I was shock, yeah. shocking. But I, I think this time I just cruised up that hill. It was like, like well, I wasn't even touching the ground. This morning, wasn't it? This morning on the hike in, which is a steep hike. Yeah. It's, it's a steep hill. It is. We'd like to call it a heartbreak hill. And you were just you were trying to prove a point, weren't you? You were like, was, I'm no. back. Oh, no, I'm just walking normally. Walking <laughs> normally. <laughs> you put the afterburners on. I think it was first back to the car park or something. Look, it's back. very unusual that long-legged Ben isn't leading the, the group up the hills. Do you know why I wasn't leading the week on the way back? Old tracky pants, Ben. Because <laughs> I'd been in about three times and had water over my weight and wet on the inside and I was chafing badly. I had to walk up that hill like a cowboy <laughs> to make sure I had I didn't have rub between my thighs. <laughs> Bad. I don't want to look at him. I'm scared to go down and look what's there. Oh, oh. Uh, no, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you've probably Wait seen to it. Get home I get straight back, take my waves off and just hike around my DPs, don't I? Yeah, it's been pleasant watching you wander around <laughs> with budgie smugglers. That's great. I don't even think, I don't even realise I'm doing it. I just want to get out of the waders. We did come, look, my, my, my motivation for this trip was catch some trout. We did that. And I, I caught, I got enough, not plenty. You would have got but, 10 or 12 today, though. Yeah, yeah. But a bit of relaxation. Not not quite 12. <laughs> I think, I'm about, I, think I, I dropped about 12. And I, got about, <laughs> I think I got about 8. And um, you, you didn't have to say anything right then. You could have, you could have yeah. gone with 12. No, you saw me look at you. But I've, like I trust 12. Our listeners trust us. <laughs> anyway, I thought it's going to be relaxing. We've had a big year with work. Just want to just chill out and relax. Anyway, I, I get out. Last night to go and sit at the barbecue in the fire pit. And then I just hear, <laughs> What's that? Dave has brought down, I don't even know what they're called. Gel guns. Gel, gel, gel guns. blasters. Four machine gun gel blasters. <laughs> Semi automatic. And it just starts shooting at you. <laughs> I could not relax. I could not turn my back on anyone. I was getting shot in the back. And then, um, Ben and Dave were running through the bush shooting at each other. <laughs> and then we, we said we would not shoot at the native animals, but there were some rabbits came out. 
and Dave went all stealth under the cabin next door <laughs> with the lady sitting on the, <laughs> the deck. Lady on the deck. She, she did a hard week and she was sitting up on her balcony having a quiet smoke. And she had her back to us and, and she, she had no idea it was coming. Yeah. And there was a stump down there that Dave said, I'll use that as cover. So he, he's crept down the stump and jumped out and... <laughs> And this woman just stands up like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, well, the rabbit that I was shooting was getting hit as well. Just turned his back to me and allowed me to keep shooting it. Didn't run away or anything. It was weird. Did you feel bad? No. <laughs> no. They're feral. They're feral. They are. I was waiting for it to keel over. I thought, I'll get a nice hair's mask off that one. Yeah, but, yeah it'd be good for me. Yeah, anyway, so it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a relaxing night. Um... We won't talk about what else they brought down in the uh, fireworks department. Which we we're not let off. No, we decided there would be a better time and place. Responsibility yeah. came to the fore. <laughs> Which doesn't happen all the time. No. But no, it was, it was, we had a good barbecue last night. It's just good to sit around a fire. And Look, for me, for me, whether you catch fish or not, I mean, that's always a bonus. But just getting out in the in the bush, out in nature, you just come away feeling recharged. And it's always a pleasure using good gear too when you're doing it. So What about the spiders? <laughs> no, that yeah, that would okay. I reckon like every second tree you walk through, there's a spider web right at face level. Yeah. The amount of times I'm on the river and I'm like zoned in just thinking, right, that's the drift I've got to hit. I'll just get one in that pocket. And then on the, on the underside of the brim of my cap, this little spider, just not a little hefty sized yeah, spider, just walks along, just flicking into the water. I did that about four times. It's good so to know I'm you're the first the one on the river for the day, but you have to clear all the spiders. Yeah, rooms. that's right. Yeah, yeah but um, uh, it's been a good trip. I think this trip has probably been our best trip in terms of fish numbers, actually, if you add them all it's up. It's been a while, it's mm. been probably 15 years since that. Sort of numbers. So we are, our mate Erhan said, actually, he said it'll be a good dry fly year if we get some clear days. And um, certainly yesterday that proved to be the case. We probably well, want to come back um, like we did last year, last time. Yeah, so after the summer, and you've got all the hoppers still around. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think we probably got about 50 yesterday on dries. Yeah. We got over 70 today, mostly on nymphs. Trying to bring some more flying carpets down. Yeah, we have to tie some more. <coughs> you tie an entire heap of them. Yeah. So you're going to tie some nymphs now? No, some flying nymphs. You're not going to... I'm just going to use your nymphs. Yeah, they work well. You shouldn't use fly line, though. You shouldn't use wire like you're fishing for, you know, tuna or something. Hey? Because those browns just gobble up those flying carpets so much. Well, I, I so was using seven-pound leader. I don't know what that works out in, like, fly tying and stuff, but it's heavy. No one, no one fishes that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, it didn't bust you off, though. It's... Oh, it did bust you off. No, that was on the one that you gave me. The... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Whoa, settle down. <laughs> did that one bust you off on seven pound? No. no oh, no, no that's... I... Yeah, right. that's so... when I went to seven pound. Oh, yeah, because I tied it up as a nymphing rod yeah. on point one two, which is too... It's too small in that sort of water. Yeah. We should have been fishing point one six probably. Or seven pound. Yeah, well... Which is what I fished with the rest of the day, and... Caught plenty of fish, so I'm probably not doing these 
wife was shaking. Well, day from the dark side. This has been a journey. It's been nearly twelve months now. Well, we've been talking about you about fly fishing for more than that. Oh yeah. Well, we got we got you doing it twelve months ago. Yeah. I I feel like we got you hooked at that point, and the rest of it is just a show. You just you just dragging this out. You're one of us now, and no, I'll never be one of you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know what? The 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 kicker for me was when you said the day. I'm gonna to have to go to Nims. I thought we've really got him. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was a skeptic against Nims. I really felt like it was just um, raking the river, just raking the river for little fish. But it's not. I got some grip fish today, really good. Fish. You, and you will get plenty of little fish because yeah. you're fishing very small Nims. That you know, like I think the reason we got a lot of bigger fish on the dries yesterday is because you were fishing fairly well, big patterns. Well, I spoke to my uncle about it briefly um, this afternoon. And he, he suggested something which I would like to try next time. And that is, he said, instead of fishing nymphs, fish uh, like big wet um, flies that look like a mud eye or something like that. And basically fish them the same way as you do as a nymph, and, but do it that way. And he reckons that you'll get bigger fish. I'm yet to see. We'll try it out. But yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do that. Mm. Sounds like you've got plenty of time ahead of you. <laughs> I'm not tying all your flies no more. Oh, well, I'm just going to buy them offline. I'm going to find a shop and buy yeah. them. I, although I did enjoy tying those, the, the grasshopper. That one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It lasted three minutes. I think, I think my hesitancy is, at the end of the day, it's actually quite an involved sport. And if you got into it properly, it would take a big chunk of your time up. And I don't have the time. What else is there to do? Because, well, what our listeners don't Maybe know is what, what do you spend most of your spare time doing, Dave? Oh... Spare time. Is it in fishing or are you No, 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 I'm talking about why, why is it that you don't... Because you said to me on the way down, you said, I just can't get into tying flies because yeah, well, I spend so much time... Well, I'm beekeeping a lot of the time. So I've got a lot of, lot of time spending doing that. Plus, when I do fishing, I've got a boat and I go out chasing kingfish and stuff like that, which you can do on the fly, but, you know... Yeah. Yeah, well, so then a lot of that time. stuff, then you have to put aside if you're going to do fly fishing full, full on, really, so... But don't you see the connection between the bees and the fly, like insect <laughs> So you're I could already, tie a bee, yeah. Subliminally, you are... You are you're an insect man. You're in, yeah. Fly tying just makes I sense. I can see myself with more time and being more, like, more retirement age, really enjoying tying flies. Can I just say, as much as your first... Look, your first pattern, that flying carpet, was an outstanding fly for a first-time tie. Yeah, just not going to make any money at 45. But can I just say, it was the most... That was the slowest 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't think the trout is going to care that you've got 14 strands of tippet on that side and only 13 on the other side. <laughs> I needed his legs to be equal. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double knot these knees. Yeah. No, I don't like them. I'm going to have to try again. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sorry. <laughs> But it was good. It was good because you were involved. Yeah. How did you feel when that trout actually took that fly that you tied? I actually you wasn't even thinking about my fly. I was just thinking about the flipping huge trout eating something and what the hell am I going to do now? So, but afterwards, thinking about it, it, like even even now, I'm just starting to think about it and that's, oh yeah, I, I want to tie another one of those so I can throw it out again. Sure. Yeah. You, and look, it didn't take long. You tied on another hopper. Yes. Which was... Still had barbs because I tied them with barbs for you. Yes. 
and you you didn't even take a step, did you? From no. that where you lost that big brown. No. Yeah, got another fish. Yeah, good that was brown. a rainbow. Good rainbow. We're gonna put a photo. I think we have a photo. I'm just looking of Dave's uh, magic carpet. Oh, did you get a clear one? I don't know. My phone's not taking photos. Oh yeah, no, we can zoom in on it. That is amazing. There's no way that would sink. <laughs> it's the did you tie in like plastic bags from Coles or something like that? No. <laughs> anyway, we've got one more morning session left. We've, uh, uh, just before we started recording this pod, I, I text my old mate who uh, is a bit of an expert in this area. Did he give you a hot tip? He's te- yeah, he's, he's gonna, I'm going to call him after this. Cause can I just say it was the prerequisite? Can, we, can you give us a spot tomorrow that doesn't involve hiking up and down gorges that would... Be the equivalent of Everest in a few hours. Nah, what, that's exaggerating, but it was steep. Uh, I did not ask for that. Because what's, what's the part of your body that suffers most? My heart. No, when we're walking <laughs> up and down those steep things. Oh, look, my, I got, I'm, I'm an old basketballer. And if you saw me on the street, you'd tell straight away. Because <laughs> you're about five foot eight. And... Oh, look, I identify as a, a six foot seven African American. Um, <laughs> That's how I identify, and I don't like it when people don't see that treat me differently. <laughs> but I've lost my toenails over years of playing basketball. They've fallen off a couple of times, people jumping on my feet. Anyway, so when you walk down a hill and your foot slides with your wading boots on, oh, it just jams into the end of your I just hear boot. That. I just hear Steve going, oh, my toenails. Oh, oh my toenails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did he give you a hot tip for tomorrow morning? Yes, he's given me he's given me a contact. Oh, so he was giving you a place, just another person to contact. Listen, if this if this podcast ends here, you'll yeah. know it didn't pay off. <laughs> but if but if we add to the story, we had a good morning. Yeah. Well, look, we just thought we would sit around and do a pod, didn't we? And then we'll put the cricket back on. Yeah. Yeah. Because the pink ball test is happening in Adelaide, so we might stick that back on again now. But yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the rambling of three old men who feel older and older every time we go fishing. <laughs> we all got back in the cabin this afternoon and we go, we're getting too old for that. Well, young Garen's just gone 40 and he, he's had to head home. Um, I'm sure he would have loved to be on the pod. Mm-hmm. He's the mystery man. He's the mystery. We'll get him on one day. He caught plenty of fish too. He did. He got some good fish today. And yesterday, that rainbow was a really good fish, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bit of brown. So... He's like the, would you say, younger, fitter version of uh, of you, of me. Yeah, <laughs> starting to bald a little bit. On top I, I think he's more bald. Oh, thank you, Ben. Garen, are you listening to this? You better <laughs> listen to this one, Garen. <laughs> All right, we better leave you there. If we're back on, uh, it's because we had a cracker morning tomorrow. If we're not back on, it's because it was a bum steer. Whatever tips you got. <laughs> All right. Good job, everyone. See you later. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. We've got you. (laughs) Well, we went to bed that night with good intentions to get up the next morning for one last session. But tell you what, we woke up pretty sore and pretty late. So we packed up the cars and headed home. We had a great trip, a ton of fish caught, and we edged closer towards those goals of getting Dave from the dark side over onto the fly. And me, myself, certainly, a little bit fitter and feeling good about it. Thanks for listening in. 
We'll catch you next time on On The Fly.